Couchcast, where two meaningless people talk about meaningful things. I gotta stop you there. That's the second time in a row you've said meaningless instead of seemingly. Seemingly. Yeah, I know. (laughs) I thought about that last time, and I thought about it this time, and then I just went with it. Okay. I object. We are seemingly, (laughs) seemingly meaningless. Well... Actually, <laughs> seemingly might be we're too seemingly meaningless. Seemingly. We but are image closer, bearers of God. Yeah. We are His children. <laughs> All the importances mm-hmm. tied with that. <laughs> yes, but these two seemingly, or not even seemingly, just not meaningless at all. People uh, talk about meaningful things. Just our little hodgepodge of. Christian topics. So, I am Chris, and with me today is... Leslie. Wow. Your wife. <clears throat> I'm, I think I'm over it. I think I can just do the intro now. You want to do it again? No. That was really... No, I just thought we get four or five takes out of it. I think next time... And we time... could record them, and you never have to do it. If you just did it like 15 times, we could just... Play different versions on loop, and you'd never have to even worry about that again. Yeah. I think next time I will just introduce the whole thing. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast, where two seemingly meaningless people talk about meaningful things. I'm Chris. Oh, wait. <laughs> uh, that's comedy. Yeah. That's comedy. I'll work on it. Yeah, it's it sounds really good. All right, well, let's get into today's episode. Okay. Who's your dedication? Do I go first? Um, you went first last time, right? My And with us already is Chloe. I know. She's already all up in our business. <laughs> she knows. She's she like, knows she's like, you're going to be sitting here for an hour. I'm going to get all of that that I can. So if I start sneezing or rubbing because she's dropping fur like crazy... Then uh, you'll know, you'll know why. All right, I'll start with my dedication. My dedication is to Miss Christy. Oh, uh, Christy is Rebecca's uh, music teacher, mm-hmm. and we don't. I don't just because you know we did uh, Gideon's music teacher the, the other day, but Christy is pregnant, mm-hmm. and this last week had to inform Rebecca that she'll only uh, be able to uh, be teaching her for four more weeks. Mm-hmm. And she just got all teary-eyed, you know, <laughs> did the, she said, because Rebecca was the first one of her students she had to yeah. tell. She's like, why does it have to be you? Yeah. <laughs> I was, come on, Christy, get it together. And she kept dabbing the makeup. and But it was really sweet what she said to Rebecca. She said that, you know that I'm pregnant. Uh, and I want to be as much of a mom for this baby as I can be. Mm. And, uh, so I was like, oh, that's so, so, and such a great, and I told, yeah, I said, this is a great sacrifice for, Mm -hmm. uh, for Rebecca to see that, that it's good to give up things like this because you're taking on something greater Mm -hmm. and something that'll even be, you know, more joyous than what she was giving up. That's so sweet. She's been... And she's been such a, a blessing to our family. Yeah. When when we started looking for a place to take our kids to learn an instrument or... Actually, Rebecca wasn't even supposed to take yeah. music. We, we were going to start our oldest and he was so shy and so scared. We decided to give Rebecca, who's two years younger... Like a mu- one month of mu- music yes, lesson. Yes, just to sort of get... So he wouldn't have to go alone. Just to get Gideon yeah. into the rhythm. Right. Yeah. So that was five years ago. Yeah, not knowing that Rebecca <laughs> was going to be like the Eliza Minnelli of the whole situation. Like, I'm here for music. So she loved it. Yeah, and, so... and she had Christy from the very beginning. Yeah. And she, we just knew she was just an answer to prayer. Yeah, and we've just fallen in love with her. I mean, yeah. we went to their wedding. Yeah. Rebecca was yeah, in, in the, the wedding. wedding. Yeah, so... Yeah, we love you, Christy, and yeah. we're so proud of you. And 
And I'm not going to cry. Yeah, because you you have makeup on. I do have my makeup on. You may not have noticed last week, or you may have noticed that she was maybe a little shoddy yeah. in her presentation. She did not wear makeup last yeah. time. So I was a little dim-witted. Yeah. Did you notice? Yeah, I noticed. Uh, I'm sure uh, all of you your, noticed. Your... your you had a little. You lost a little sparkle. I did. I had a lot of long pauses, yeah. long blinks. The that foundation you were... could have <laughs> solved maybe a little mascara. You know why I have makeup on today? No. We went to town. Oh, we did go to town. We went to town. Yeah, we went to T-Town. Mm-hmm. To Tulsa. Yep. We went to Lowe's, mm-hmm. which is super exciting. Yes, with a one-and-a-half-year-old. <laughs> Who really does not great. like being doesn't locked up. Doesn't want to be in the cart at all, even though it's a race car cart. He doesn't care. <laughs> I I noticed that. Like, that's He doesn't the, know what a race car is. But all the kids have liked. It has a steering wheel. It's super exciting. I don't know if they liked it at one and a half. Well, I think they did. Well, they might have. He, though, was not. And in fact, unbuckled himself. Used sheer brute force to pop <laughs> through the buckle and I turned around I was picking out some boards and I turned around and he is Gideon was like Papa Papa and I was like one second he said Papa and Jack had like a leg hanging off the handle oh my yeah you weren't there that's a big shopping cart and it's a long it's a long way down and yeah. all of the floors at Lowe's are concrete <laughs> it's part of the yeah when I saw you guys, because we Decor. split up, the girls and I went to the paint, and you guys went and did boy stuff. But when, looked at lumber. Yeah, when he saw we went me, outside and picked a tree. We looked at paint. And, we felled it. <laughs> we looked at paint and gift cards. <laughs> uh, that is a very yeah, girl. Betsy was like, "Oh, can we please go look spend. at gift cards? Oh, let us look at they gift cards. They have such a big selection. They do. They've got an amazing array of gift cards." <laughs> But that is such a girl thing. But yeah, I saw we you went guys. to lumber and plumbing. Yeah, <laughs> that's. But the reason we had to go to plumbing because that's where we get the materials to build our family weapons. Oh yeah, you should talk about that a little bit because it's is it pretty inexpensive? Yeah, yeah, we get little cheap half inch PVC for a six foot stalk is like two dollars, and we get a PVC. Uh, uh, insulation, mm-hmm. and that's a dollar. So three bucks, we've got the makings of a weapon. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I buy, what I do is we get those uh, roll-out foam, like, sleeping bag things. You can get them in the tent section mm-hmm. at, like, Walmart. And that's just a that's just a few bucks. And that's what you use to make the... Like the blade or whatever of your mm-hmm. your weapon, if you're making. Yeah. And I have to say, I wish we could show everyone the weapons you have made. Okay, yeah. it's like, okay, I would say this year we've kind of reached a little like higher level of dork status mm-hmm. in this house, wouldn't you say? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've, we're really... We've fully embraced we've the really nerddom. We've really owned it. Because our son is of the age... <laughs> Where he's full on nerd. <laughs> anyway, so we're, I'm like, hey, buddy, welcome to the tribe. Right. Yeah. I've just watched it happen. Mm-hmm. I'm the, I don't know that you, I'm really a nerd. Do you think I am? You, you're probably, I don't know. I'm a different kind of nerd. Yeah. Like children's literature yeah. kind of nerd. But you guys are like. You guys are like a different realm of nerd than I am. Yeah, I I think yeah, definitely. Yeah. So anyway, I got... enjoy watching it though. And so he's made these humongous, like they're quite big weapons for every. They gotta be big to be soft. <laughs> <laughs> for every kid and the girls, he even used like floral duct tape in yeah. parts. It's not overdone. It's not overdone. I have to applaud you. It's very subtle. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's like a lot of silver or gold mm-hmm. and then some little floral accents. So They're what, really fun to make. How do you even know? Did you find a pattern or no, what? No, I just... You just use your yeah. amazing brain? Well, I mean, yeah, no, amazing. Listen. You just go to the... What you do is you just go to the PVC aisle at Lowe's and you can only buy so many attachments. So mm-hmm. there's... You know, you think, what would, a, what would a sword look like? How would I make that with PVC? And then you just cover it with insulation. 
you duct tape it, you know, mm-hmm. and... Uh, but there's some really cool-looking stuff out there. Yeah. There are yeah. different kinds of weapons. Yeah. and We've got war hammers yeah. and axes and spears. And so and... what they do are precious little children. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they throw all the weapons into it. It's a like Hunger Games Cornucopia. Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah, that's what it's called, Hunger Games. Yeah. Uh, and then they all split up. And we split up and get to the different fences. Uh-huh. And then... And everyone runs and they grab whatever weapon they want. Mm-hmm. And then the killing begins. And they just start attacking. Just like beating each wa- other. Whopping each Wham. other with Wham. these huge weapons. And they love it. Yeah. So it's not quite like, it's not like my, what I picture of, you know, us sitting in the yard and having sweet tea and reading out loud reading poetry like what was it yesterday it's super fun. we were doing it yesterday with that we had the a bible reading going on which yes. is nice which i suggest that you do we hey we've we take the stereo outside if our neighbors can blare yeah. music of ungodly quality we bring out the big daddy bluetooth speaker and we've got the gospel of matthew same page summer same page summer Our whole is neighborhood, just, everyone's whether, reading the bible they signed up yeah. or not. kids are like summer break is the worst because all we hear outside is all and they're like the gore kids spend way too much time outside so we were doing the bible reading and they're just whacking on each other while mm-hmm. we're listening to scripture and uh, anyway. <laughs> that's so funny it was it was funny yeah and fun and what what have we been listening to on what what audio version because i really oh, we like got the, it we got the suggestion from a friend of ours that at our neighborhood bible study uh and who goes to our church um it's uh from bible gateway mm-hmm. and it's the ni so bible gateway has a bunch of is that's an app on iTunes. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm sure you can get it in Google. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, so Android. that's an app? Yeah, I, Bible Gateway is an I app. I use their website on my yeah, laptop. Yeah, yeah, Same thing. Yeah, same thing. So they've got an app, and they've got a bunch of a bunch of audio versions mm-hmm. on there for free to, sh- to stream for free. You can't mm-hmm. download them, uh, as far as I know. But you... So they've got a really good NIV dramatized version. It's mm-hmm. really good. I have enjoyed Normally it. Normally we use ESV... Uh, that's my that's my go to. I think it's your favorite it, translation. Yeah, yeah, it's the closest to if I were to translate it, uh, or tends to be. So uh, NIV uh, dramatized is just really well done. It is. Yeah, it's not cheesy. We tried we tried one and it felt oh, like nineteen seventies. Yeah, it was like weird. We, and play. we were almost like it's better for our kids not to hear scripture done like this. <laughs> So we were like, yeah. eh, and they were like, no, we want to hear that. They were, they like were like laughing, laughing at yeah. it. And I was like, never mind. So, but this one, I, I love it. Yeah. It's, it's really, really good. Well it's really, they're, and they've got several, they've even got like, cause normally like you go to, to ESV's website, they've got like one version and, but they've even got like three or three or four ESVs. They've got mm-hmm. almost all of the different versions have multiple, mm-hmm. but this one's NIV dramatized. Okay. And so anyway, it yeah. sticks to scripture and. Uh, it was really interesting. So yeah, we were, uh, so we were at Lowe's buying stuff to do that, <laughs> buying stuff to make, uh, these weapons, which yeah. are really fun. If you want to know how to make them, yeah. send a request. Maybe I'll ask, post, the, ask the podcast I'll at gmail.com. I'll post gmail. a picture com. of um, what you've made. And yeah. that'd be funny if all the only questions we get at ask the podcast would be like, how do, how do you, you make, make an axe? Club. Yeah. Yeah. And speaking of that, we don't really have like a website for this podcast. But I, I've been sharing episodes on my, I have a, a Facebook page for the blog that I started like 10 years ago, mm-hmm. um, Mrs. Gore's Diary. If you look that up, we'll, we'll share episodes there if you're not subscribed, but we'll also like, I'll well, share a picture of... Or just subscribe. But no, I was going to say, I, I can share pictures there and... Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so if if you're wanting to see any pictures of anything we talk about. I will share it on my own personal page. Yeah, but, but don't, don't who's going to go to that? Yeah. Like, because you're probably, I mean, if you're on the internet, Facebook, and you're probably a woman, <laughs> right. which means you're probably going to, there's no dudes listening. It's like, yeah, I'll get on your Facebook page, yeah. you know? I haven't been, I haven't been online a lot lately. I haven't been no. telling many stories lately. Oh, yeah? I've been too busy. You've been here. Oh, I haven't done my dedication yet. Well, I didn't know we were done with ours. Are you finished? No, I'm done now. 
Okay. As we, we kind of meandered. We meandered into Lowe's. You're saying what Lowe's. you did at Lowe's. <laughs> well, I don't know why we were... Because oh, we were saying we went to Tulsa. Yeah. Because we, then we left Lowe's and went to Sam's. Oh, yeah. Sam's. Sam's was great, though, today. We had the jackpot at Sam's. We did. And someone said, oh, you'll get some good deals. I was like, no. They had all of the free sample stuff was out. And it was like and a good. full course. Like... Yeah. Uh, they had nuts. <laughs> Pistachios. Pistachios. Which are amazing. Which Didn't are, know yeah. that. Uh, they had tacos. Chicken tacos. With guacamole. Yeah. And the most Sam's thing ever with the guacamole. <laughs> it was like... So, then the guacamole for was like eight bucks, and it was like buy 12 to save ten dollars. Buy 12 tubs of guacamole. Well, and they were big tubs. I mean, it was probably a six inch by four inch tub of guacamole. You could, you could host not a Super Bowl party. Yeah. You could host the Super Bowl (laughs) and save ten dollars and not use that much guacamole. It was so much. I was like, how big is it? And they showed me how that was like, that's. You could never yeah. use that. Who uses that much guac? I don't know. I cannot imagine. Anyway. Yeah, so, so yeah, it was a great chicken Sam's tacos, mm-hmm. some of that good squeezed orange juice. Fresh squeezed, fresh squeezed orange, orange juice, juice. yeah. Uh, um, ice cream sandwiches. Ice cream sandwiches <laughs> and then hot dogs. Hot dogs. <laughs> hot dogs to end it. We're like, eat like, up, kids. Yeah. This is your well, supper. It's funny. I was like, we should have ended with the ice cream sandwiches. <laughs> I know. Ended with a hot dog. It just seems. Uh, yeah. But it was anyway. fun times. Yeah. Then we had to scat. You had to scat to Starbucks, which took forever. Yeah, it did. How long? Because you, we had to get back in time for church. Uh-huh. And, and I was like, oh, no, this is the best one. We've got plenty of time. And it was And good. it was really but, good coffee. oh, my It took goodness. forever today. It took forever. And then they got my order wrong. Yeah, so it wasn't so late that you weren't like, yeah, I need No, to- it wasn't so late that I was going to waste five bucks. Right. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Because that coffee's expensive. So do you want to say what you get? Because people may have never tried it. I get the hot caramel macchiato every time. No variation. Yeah. It's my favorite. I have been trying and enjoying the iced cloud caramel macchiato. Mm-hmm. Which really is really good. good. I've tasted it. Yeah. I agree. It's really good. Do you know one of my... I'm kind of, kind of ashamed every time I do it, but I also can't stop. Is when I finish my macchiato... Yeah, this is gross. It's she gross. does this. This it's is gross, like but... <laughs> And when you're watching it from the or trying not to watch it from the driver's seat, tell them what you did. There's so much good foam left in the cup. I just take my finger and just scrape it out and lick it. Yeah. And I do that until every... Just over and over. <laughs> you see, like, her just spin in the cup to get more, and then... <laughs> and it's just like, ugh. And as I'm trying I do to drive it, I and not, like, it's dry like heave. Yeah, it's like a self-loathing moment. It's like, you, it's like people who eat their own hair. What? Think, <laughs> no, it's not. No, I mean, I'm not saying this, but it's like... No, That's okay, how you do no. it. That's how you do no. it. No. You do like... You're hunched over no, there, you and you need you're... to think of another example. <laughs> People that chew their fingernails. Uh, no, <laughs> I don't know. Because you're you're hunched over, and it's like this weird, <laughs> like you know, you're just well. Because oh, I don't want people God, to see me. Yeah. I'm a little ashamed, so yes. I'm kind of like, but it's so good. Like, it's like something you know I shouldn't be doing. Yes, I'm do it anyway. Very much so, and I'm not going to stop. So, just want you to know that ahead of time. And you, you you even talk to me as you do it. They just put so much good stuff. This is how good this cream is. <laughs> like you're trying to explain it. Uh, let's just admit, both of us, it's gross. Yeah. And just move on from there. Right. Like it's like when someone has to pass gas on. I, I have an upset <laughs> stomach. Like just say, I'm about to fart. <laughs> you know, like I, it would be, cl- it's going to be clear that you have an upset stomach when you pass gas. Okay. So you don't need to. Yeah. Not that anyone in this family does that. No. But if you did, that's The what... only thing people in this family do is eat foam. Eat with foam. their finger. I'm just waiting for you to do the <sighs> tilt your head back and tap it against your teeth. That doesn't get it, it out. <laughs> you so have, you wouldn't you even... have tried that. You're eventually going to create some sort of vacuum device. That's <laughs> <laughs> just... <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So then we got to come home and you had to like drop me off. Or no, I came home and helped you unload. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then ran straight to church. It was busy. Busy, busy day. But fun. Yeah. Who's your dedication to? Um, I wanted... All that to say thank you, Christy. Yes. And we did, I mean, we did talk about other things. Yeah. So my dedication is to all the people I love. 
There's there's one moment in every podcast where I just look at you, where it just seems so surreal. Like, <laughs> this dedication goes out to all the people I love in the whole world. Like, okay. Is that right? All the people you love? Yes. Because. No, oh my goodness. No, there's so many people. And I'm now going to list them. <laughs> There's mom and <laughs> I dad. love my mom and my dad and my mom <laughs> and my brothers and my, my brothers mom. and their wives and our nieces mm-hmm. and nephews and everyone in Texas. Um, no, I was just thinking today, like, if I could, I would take a moment to thank so many people and tell them I love them. Not on the podcast, but in real life. And, and now you won't have to. <laughs> no. This is my All this, this is say. my thank you. <laughs> to anyone who's been nice to me, this is this is like my friends who in high school didn't understand. They were like, why don't you just thank God for all your food you'll ever eat? Yes. Ever. And they didn't right. understand why I would thank him for the food at every yeah. meal. Because they were pagans. You can do that with thank you letters, yeah. too. Thank yeah. you for every present Everything you're ever going ever to buy done. me. And, but that is what you're doing. No. No, it's not. <laughs> I was just thinking today how many great people there are in the... Well, every person in the kingdom of God is amazing. But it's a great place to be. And the people are great. And we've met so many wonderful people. And our church is full of... It's so funny. We live in a tiny town. And an even tiny. even much tinier church than the town. We have a tiny church in a tiny town. <laughs> tiny church, tiny town. tiny town. But the people there are amazing. Yeah. Like, yeah. you could I got go... The, I have the best flock. If you think that, like... If you think country country folks or small towns are, I don't know, less than... Or, like, if you have to, you have to go to a city to find more cultured people or whatever. It's just not true. Because you can come to our church and the people are... They're just great. Yeah, they're awesome. I and they're fun to so, talk to, and they're godly. So lucky, and God has been so good, and that's you know mm-hmm. part of why you do what you do. Yeah, you know. And someday I do want to talk. We'll talk in detail about about being in a small town and a small church. That it's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so. There are more people I love than just the church, but that's just one example. And you, if you go all over the world, there are Christian people who are kind and funny and gifted, and it's just a good place to be. So I love you, everyone. God bless us, everyone. <laughs> Thank you, Tiny Tim, for that endorsement of the world. Of the world. I endorse I, the world. I am dedicating this podcast to the world. <laughs> okay, Leslie. Thank you. Okay. Uh, I did think about that, though. Because I, I am probably going to have a rule. Mm-hmm. You don't have to follow this rule. Mm-hmm. I doubt I will ever dedicate a podcast to someone from the church. Really? Yeah. Just because I don't want anyone to be like, well, oh, man. Yeah. They're on episode 42 and I still haven't got a dedication. Well, Yeah. But if we both did someone from the church... Who would it be? Well, we could, we could do it even faster. So, But that would seem yes. not genuine. <laughs> Especially if they just listen to this podcast. Yeah, and, and we were talking like if, if they started noticing we were just no, going down not, the yeah, road. Yeah, like, alphabetically. Or like where people sit. Uh-huh. Like, oh, On the right side. Week, oh, I want to dedicate Webster's. to the person who sits behind and Kate. And then Linda Fields. Yeah. 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 So anyway, good dedication. Thanks. You, you dedicated Thanks. to everybody. Yeah, I just wanted to get that covered, get that out there. So, all right. So, what do you want to talk about this well, week? We were, what is our hodgepodge? We were talking on our last episode about cleaning and mm-hmm. spring cleaning, and I there was a, a a little bit that I wanted to to get to that I didn't quite explain very well. Oh yeah. So yeah, I, I just want to pick stuff. up. It's not really about cleaning, but is it like hot tips <laughs> on cleaning? No, not this time. I do have a lot of those. You got some cleaning tips. I have cleaning tips. 
But um, I, I did mention that we were getting to like a crisis moment in our house. And what I mean by that is our people are getting bigger, right? And their mm-hmm. things are getting bigger. And okay, what... I think you should pause uh-huh. and let the people give them five seconds to go back and listen to the other podcast. Oh, yeah. Go quickly so... listen to the other episode. Ready? Okay, that's enough time. Yeah. <laughs> so you got that? You know where, where they're we back. Were. They're caught back up now. Okay, good deal. No, um, when we built this house, we had a three-year-old and a baby. And it felt like a giant cave, didn't it? felt ginormous <laughs> and we had like one couch and mm-hmm. one bed and we all lived upstairs together but very quickly this year it has just exploded since the baby's been born and I think we talked a little bit about this yeah. but um, we, when you come to these moments of we, we something needs to be done to make things run more smoothly like we are, we're tripping over laundry there's just stuff everywhere you know it's easy to like get this idea in your head like of the only way we're going to be able to fix this is to build a bigger house. Mm-hmm. Um, and not that it's wrong to want to build a bigger house. Like we would love to someday not do like that. There's some square footage <laughs> of you holiness. Know, whole, yeah, you go past this, you're probably sinning against Yeah, someone. you're being indulgent. Yeah, you can get this many thousand <laughs> right. square feet or... <laughs> You know, you're not using your money wisely. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, that's definitely something we've we've prayed about. And we've kind of handed that over to the Lord, which we'll talk about some more in a minute. But um, it's easy to, like, get this idea of what what will make, what will fix this. And, and you get this one idea. And then, if it doesn't happen, if you stop there and don't... And don't pray God to, pray and ask God to help you find other solutions or even pray for his will to be done. That's when you can easily fall into a state of discontent. Because mm-hmm. the thing that you thought would fix your life, and this can apply to so many things other than houses, um, when it doesn't happen, then you're unhappy. You're fixated on this thing. Uh, that that would solve solve all your problems. So the thing being, well, like for us, for us, like last week, looking at this kind of mounting the mounting problem here, if we had just decided we we have to have a house, we there is no way to fix this. We have oh, to build a bigger house. The only solution is is a bigger house. Yeah, and if you and don't I get it, that's what then then you are discontent until you get said house. Right, and yeah. you're unhappy, and you're not you're not really thinking of any other way to solve it, because um, mm-hmm. you're you're. You don't ask the Lord mm-hmm. to give me wisdom. You know, mm-hmm. you know, help me to see how to be a better user of my time or resources or space. Yeah, even. And even I, this is another another branch of it. I think like, well, we can't have people over because until we get a better situation, mm-hmm. you know. And it's just it's just easy to get just set in these mentalities and and to just stay there. And so, what really helped, and we did talk a little bit about this, was was just praying and asking God. Not so you can ask him for like this thing that you have in your head. You can say, Lord, if it's your will, please just make this happen or, mm-hmm. or make a way for it. But until then, please give me wisdom now. Like help me to to find a way to serve you here today in what we have. And to do it cheerfully. Because you know that's what you're supposed to be doing. Right. Like, you don't know if it's the Lord's will for the house or right. the Lord's will for wherever. But you know it's the Lord's will where you're at today. Yes, it's definitely to be His will. serving a certain way, in, in being busy about a certain mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, doing those things the way they're supposed to be done. Mm-hmm. Glorifying Him in how you do those things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it'd be silly to, to spend time praying about, Lord, reveal your will to me. Mm-hmm. If you're ignoring mm-hmm. what His revealed will is 
you know, that you know, like right here, I know how I'm supposed to act. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know if he wants us to build another house right. or if it would be whatever, mm-hmm. but I know that I can't be, I can't be a grumpy mom. Right. I know that I can't, or I'm not supposed to, mm-hmm. uh, you know, exasperate my children mm-hmm. by my own impatience. Mm-hmm. I know I'm supposed to be self-controlled. Mm-hmm. I know, like, so doing those things sometimes and not get, be a nag. Yeah, and not nag you know, about it. That's yeah. what happens. So, I think in a lot of marriages, is mm-hmm. a wife gets an idea of what what she needs to be happy. I need this. Yeah, and then nobody's happy. Yeah, <laughs> that saying. Yeah, ain't nobody happy if mama's not happy or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Which is the worst. Like that's not. That's not what you want to be. Yeah, that's not the gentle and quiet spirit that First Peter talks about, is it? Yeah. 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 But that, you're exactly right. That's a, that is a common temptation. It's a common temptation for a man as well to think that's what I've got to provide. Mm-hmm. Bigger things. To and make so, her happy. Yeah, and so the man, instead of leading his wife, washing his wife with the water of the word, like this isn't how you need to be feeling about your things, mm-hmm. he thinks the manly role is just go make enough money mm-hmm. to buy her those things. Mm-hmm. Work hard enough so he abdicates his responsibility over her. He doesn't lead her into righteousness. He abdicates his responsibility over the family because he takes extra job. Mm-hmm. He works extra time mm-hmm. because this is what I've got to provide. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't have to provide that. He was supposed to provide those other two things. Mm-hmm. So he creates this provision that he's got to make for his family. And he ends up, you know, circumventing what he's actually supposed to provide yeah. for them. But he feels manlier doing this. He feels manlier not being at home and instead working 60 hours a week. Mm-hmm. Because it, because that is providing. Because mm-hmm. providing in our world with its materialism is... Giving bigger, better, you know, vacations, you know, holidays, homes, cars, whatever it is. That's what how the man provides. Mm-hmm. When in reality, the the provision we're supposed to do is give them the bread from heaven. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what you're supposed to provide. That's mm-hmm. what you're supposed to. If you're gonna if you're gonna put food on the table, that's the food you worry about putting first. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think. Uh, you know, so men, that would be their temptation. Yeah. If the women is to nag, the men is to say, all right, that's fine if you nag, because I'm just going to get to be out of the home more. <laughs> I'll go do that. Yeah, because <laughs> men secretly don't want to be here with their wife and kids. Yeah. You know, they they actually like working, because mm-hmm. then they don't have to be home and mess with the raising of the children. Mm-hmm. And they can not be home and call it noble masculinity when it's Mm -hmm. not it's actually a very feminine cowardly Mm -hmm. uh, can be it can be abdication of the home Mm -hmm. because what it can be cowardly what i meant by cowardly is they don't want to be there right because they don't want to have to do the hard work of that Mm -hmm. and so rather than stepping up and doing that hard work they would they have given that over Mm -hmm. to the wife to do and uh, to do without the help of her husband, washing her with the water of the word, which then leads to the wife being exasperated, not parenting well, because she hasn't been, been cleaned with the word in order to go and do her job well. Mm-hmm. And so it's just that, and so then it's that horrible spiral. So she's not happy because she's not parenting well. The kids aren't responding. Uh, because she's parenting in an ungodly way. So then she nags, which then causes the <laughs> husband to not want to be home more, uh, which causes him to want to do these other things uh, to help make her happy, you know, mm-hmm. uh, which then just repeats the cycle. Yeah. Wow, that household needs to get it together. They do. <laughs> they do, but you know what that is? That is that is the the common household mm-hmm. in I think our society right now even among Christians yeah. uh, that that picture of what masculinity is and what femininity is mm-hmm. is a nagging wife mm-hmm. it's cliche right mm-hmm. like you said mom ain't happy no one's happy that is so cliche it is like you know that women will nag you to death mm-hmm. uh, and the the masculinity of the home is a dad who is you know a workaholic mm-hmm but thinks that that's yeah because it's it is noble to work hard, but it's definitely 
can can be taken way too far. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's it's noble to work hard, mm-hmm. but you've got to understand what work hard is. Mm-hmm. Work hard's not just doing physical labor. Right. That's a shadow of what hard work is. Mm-hmm. Real hard work is the work of wisdom and mm-hmm. getting the gospel into your home. That's the dying to yourself. That's the hard work. Mm-hmm. Working physically is the easy work. Mm-hmm. That's the easy one because you're not actually dying mm-hmm. doing that. It's easier to work hard physically than it is to work hard spiritually. Yeah, in your home. that's really interesting. It, yeah. It's it's cause I'll tell you as a man, it's a, it's very easy to to give up that work hard. That scares men. Because mm-hmm. it is a harder job, and they know they can work hard physically and be praised for it. Yeah. Because mm. if if you're a hard worker, people will notice. Yeah. I feel like that's heavy. <laughs> yeah. Just laying it out there. Just laying it out there. And there's literally a cat standing, standing. between us with yep. her tail in my face. Come here, boy. <laughs> Yeah. So, um, so you were talking about yeah. life, contentment. Life yeah, just contentment. contentment. And I was just wanting to throw in some men, That's really men's helpful. role I've... in that and how, because men, I think if they listen to this and they won't, and they won't, or they will, I don't know. If you're a guy listening to it, thank you. Um, <laughs> but I think men need to recognize that the problem of the home, the temptation for us is to cut off when you start talking about the home. Mm-hmm. And I think what well, that's, mm-hmm. that's lady talk, mm-hmm. so to speak. And that, well, I'm not discontent with the home. Mm-hmm. Well, you might actually be. Yeah. And you don't you don't recognize how your discontentment comes out because you're not worried about the size of the house per se, maybe, but mm-hmm. uh, or maybe you are. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. Well, that's really good. Yeah. So all these things, just just be faithful, and God is way more faithful than we are. So you can trust Him, right? Trust him with all these that, things. It is and all about trust. It really reminds me of what you preached on Sunday. And I would love if you would kind of share a little bit about that and trusting your soul. Because I'll, I'll oh, be yeah. honest. Chris is preaching on suffering right now. And the, these things have been on my mind. And I don't think you can you can call this suffering what, what I'm talking about. <laughs> because... Um, we have a we have a very beautiful house and it's very warm, cozy. We love it. So I we could stay here forever and be happy and have more than so many people in this world have. So I don't want anyone to think that I'm I'm comparing what I was thinking about to the the suffering the that the Christians first in First Peter were going through of the church. Yeah, but but it just applied so well to to this. Because it had been on my mind of, of what how, what am I going to do, Lord, in this situation? And um, so when you preached it, it just, it, it fit the situation so well. To entrust my soul to a faithful creator mm-hmm. while doing good. And so for me, the, while doing good, I was like, well, I'm just going to work hard here at the house we have and make it work. So So talk a little bit about that. Well, uh, let those who suffer according uh, to God's will entrust their souls to a faithful Creator while doing good. Mm-hmm. Sort of the, uh, it's certainly the summation of First Peter uh, chapter four, verses twelve through nineteen, uh, and that is First Peter four nineteen. I think it's the summary of First Peter. Mm-hmm. I think if you're wanting a verse to mm-hmm. memorize, what First Peter is about, First Peter four nineteen, is a good verse. It grabs mm-hmm. what it's about, but. Um, so we talked about the the head, the heart, and the hands of, mm-hmm. of suffering. Is that what you want me to mm-hmm. mention? Okay, so the head, know that whatever situation you're in, you're there by God's will. If, you know, if anyone suffers according to the will of God, like if 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 you can suffer and like anything that you go through, it is God's will. God has not abandoned you. Mm-hmm. He has not, this is not chaos, right? Mm-hmm. This is happening by God's will, whether it's, Suffering that you're going through, or you know, whatever the house that you're in, though, yeah, whatever, you're raising, like you're raising the, kids. Yeah, the crazy kids who are, you know, three, two, and one, <laughs> yeah. uh, or twins and a one year old, or if you're single and wishing yes, to be married, yes, wanting to be, or yeah, 
or whatever. Like, whatever your situation, this is God's will for you. Mm-hmm. You're in it by God's will. Mm-hmm. So if you'll remember that, then the situation won't be purposeless. It won't be chaotic. Mm-hmm. It won't be, you know, God has forgotten me or whatever. Uh, you can know this is God's will for me. Um, the The second thing is the, the hard aspect. Let them entrust their souls to a faithful creator. Uh, that word entrust is a banking term. Mm-hmm. The idea of deposit. In fact, when John or Paul talks about the de- the guarding the deposit of the gospel that he's got set same same word. Uh, it is um, you're you're handing it to him as if it's a deposit, mm-hmm. like you're giving it to to him to store in his vault, so to speak, to watch over it. It is you that that same word used in a very heady place, mm-hmm. a weighty situation, it's actually used by Christ on the cross. Mm-hmm. Uh, when he says, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit, in Luke. Um, when he says that, into your hands I commit my spirit, it's the same, it's almost word for word what Peter says. That it's the same word, the entrust and commit, the exact same word. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so that's what you're doing. You're, and First Peter, tracing the life of Christ, so I think it's it's tracing the life of Christ. And as he mentions in chapter two, you're tracing the life of Christ, especially his sufferings. So I don't think it's surprising that part of tracing that life of Christ is saying what Christ literally said mm-hmm. is saying with your life, God, I commit my mm-hmm. life to you. Yeah. I'm entrusting you. I'm handing it over mm-hmm. to you because, because I know I can't uh, control it. So you're, you're, you're entrusting it to him. You're trusting God with your life, trusting that as that verse says that he is faithful uh, and creator. He's faithful, that meaning that he is good. He's faithful to you. He's steadfast, the steadfast love of God. Uh, and that he is your creator. He's in control. So he's good. He's in control. He's the creator. He's the creator of your life. He's the creator of your physical life, the creator of your spiritual life. And so if all that is true, he's creator of this world. He sustains it. Uh, if all of that is true, then you can trust that you're create your that you're entrusting your soul to someone who is good and someone who's in control, mm-hmm. someone who wants to do good to you and someone who can do good to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if that's true, if your if your head and your heart are there, I said this is funny because normally we think that's where you're supposed to stop. Right. Trust God. Yeah. And sometimes I said in in. In counseling people, I think they expect me to stop at trust God. Yeah. But, and I think I used well, to stop at trust God. Getting it from your yeah, I, you know, you hear that a lot. You got to get it from your head to your heart. Right. You know, and that that's the battle. Head to your heart. Head yeah. to your heart. Head to your heart. And once you get it from your head to your heart, then you've you've won it. But Peter doesn't stop there. The Lord doesn't have him stop there. He says, "Entrust yourselves to a faithful Creator." You yeah. could just stop there. That'd be a great end. Yeah. He says, while doing good. Mm-hmm. So in the midst of the suffering, in the midst of the trusting, mm-hmm. it doesn't say, and then do good. Mm-hmm. It says, while doing good. So you never stop doing good in the whole time. You're continuously doing good. Which is what so much of First Peter is about. Submitting yeah. and... Well, be holy as I am holy. Right. It's all about holiness. Building holy stones, you know, for a holy holy building to the Lord. Like setting your life on the cornerstone. Uh, live blameless <laughs> lives in front of the Gentiles so they see your good deeds and glorify your Father who is in heaven. Like all of those that's repeated over and over and over. Uh, and and so it's not surprising mm-hmm. that, that he says that. Yeah. Uh, but we think head heart and he goes, yeah, get it from your head to your heart and then get your hands dirty. Yeah. Like get your hands and dirty, interesting. Kind of nice because I I think I remember times in my life where I didn't get it to this point, and I just there's so much introspection yeah. and so much, just kind of like this. Yeah, yeah. I think introspection is a great word. It yeah. just sort of sits and yeah, and I'm you're trusting, I'm trusting, I'm trusting, and, uh, and it feels so. It's a great. And you're not God. really wrestling because you know what you're supposed to be doing. <laughs> right. And if you know what you're supposed to be doing and you're not doing it, you're not wrestling. You're yeah. disobeying. Right. There's no wrestling. You're Well, you feel you pretend like you're you pinned. Are. <laughs> you've been pinned and you're like, "I'm wrestling," and you've pinned yourself. Yeah. Like there's no one pinning you. Right? You've right. O- like to steal from 1 John, you've overcome the evil one. Mm-hmm. Uh and yet you're like, "Oh no, he's got me." And yeah. it's like, "No, he who's in you is greater than he who's in the world." Yes. Like your faith and God's word abiding in you has overcome him. Mm-hmm. So quit acting like 
the strong man's back. Yeah. You know, Christ who has who is chained up, who has bound the strong man, mm-hmm. uh, is now all of a sudden, the strong man's back, he's got me, oh no. <laughs> and he's like, no, that's not what's going yeah, on. Like, get up. Yeah, it'd be like if you walked into a room and someone's like, help, help, and there was like no one on them. Yeah. And they're like, oh, I'd get up, but I can't, they've got me. And you're like, there's no one. I remember in, no one in high down, school, a uh, youth group, Matt McIntosh said that we're like people walking like there's an earthquake. Like, you know how you walk when Ooh. you feel, yeah, wobbly, but if you look around, you're on solid ground. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of that same. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. You don't have to do like that. Like the weirdo on the bridge. Yeah. <laughs> it's like we're on a bridge, and they're like, oh, like are they you bend, calling me a weirdo? They, you know how they bend over? They? Like, like you. <laughs> like, as if, I mean, think about it, though. As if the thing that's going to save you when you plummet <laughs> is you were bent over. <laughs> At the time. Yeah, it's not logical. No. It's totally. Like, let me get <laughs> let me get closer to the ground. Well, that's what we're all trusting in, right. is the ground. I don't know why you think you need to get closer to it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's a... So yeah, that's what it, it's kind of what it's like. Like, if you trust the Lord, and if you trust Him, you will be doing good. And so yeah. that's why I tell people, trust God and obey. Yeah. Trust and, it, and obey. What I was saying is it just feels... It's so much... It just feels better to actually get up. And and do mm-hmm. and obey and um, like in our case this week to just get up and you pray and you trust God with your you life. Grab that cleaning cloth. You do and just get busy and work hard and and do it cheerfully and for the Lord and for His glory and it's just a good life. It's a good life. Your life is always going to be full of things you've got to do. Yeah. And so just get up and do them. And and there could you could always think of a better situation. Yeah. And you could definitely you, you, <laughs> always think of a worse too. Yes, right. <laughs> yeah, we never do that. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's good. Is that all you had on the cleaning? Yeah, yeah. And I no, did I want mean, to recommend. I that's, that's all you had. It's really good. There's a, a great book I read called Learning Contentment by Nancy Wilson. And I brought the book here so you could so all you see, can it. see it. I'm holding it up to the phone right now. Um, this book really helped me to, it's really short. Uh, it's very to the point. Um, and it, it really helped me to cultivate contentment in my life. It's made a difference mm-hmm. in my life. So the thing that helped me culti- cultivate contentment in my life is when the Bible said godliness and contentment is great gain, but I'm a pastor Aren't you special? and know. you know, I like to listen to the word. <laughs> yeah. No, but I loved that sermon Sunday. Oh, good. Because the whole interesting... It too is available on podcasts. <laughs> those who haven't heard yeah. it. So I kind of even like the picture. It's like a... You can almost picture yourself. Any situation you have, just handing well, it normally, if, if you're going through suffering, you're str- if you're struggling, you're struggling with one of those three things. Mm-hmm. You're either struggling with wrapping your head around that this isn't chaos. Mm-hmm. Wrapping your head around you can trust God. Mm-hmm. Or getting your hands dirty and, and doing it, mm-hmm. you know, like so. If, if you're going through suffering and you're struggling, mm-hmm. it's normally yeah. one of those three. Well, it's got to be one of those three because he says this is how you handle it. This is how you handle suffering. Mm-hmm. And really, it's a good. That's how you handle life. I mean, you yeah. can handle like we mm-hmm. always know what's true of suffering. What's true of the worst is always going to also be true of, of less than the worst. Mm-hmm. So if this right. is how you deal with suffering, this is also how you deal yeah. with and that, everyday life. That's a better way for you. That's what I was trying to get at at the beginning. Yeah. Because as you were preaching. Yeah, and you were like, oh, well, I'm not really suffering, mm-hmm. but this is still the this way you handle everyday everything. everyday life. Yeah. yeah. And all he's, all, that's all he's doing in First Peter is reminding them what you've had your faith in is not, is not changing. What mm-hmm. the Christian life is doesn't change in the midst of suffering. Mm-hmm. It's just... You know, in his case, he would say made even better because it forces you to even more closely trace the life of Christ. And hopefully what you've been practicing in the everyday. Yeah. It's been equipping you. Yeah. For that. That's good. Well, I'm glad you brought up that that cleaning stuff because that's good. Contentment, I think, is a big problem. Mm -hmm. That's why scripture talks about it. (laughs) So I, scripture yeah. says, don't, don't yeah, you don't, shouldn't want to be thing. poor and you shouldn't want to be rich. And... So I think it's time for a little jello salad. Oh, golly. <laughs> Man, we did, you, we ate up all that time and we had a lot to talk about. We talked about a lot of things. Yeah, that's true. In there. That's so, true. um, so it's my turn, right? Yeah. I made a lime jello with Cool Whip 
and pistachios. That sounds disgusting. <laughs> and I'm just I'm trying to describe what the ladies Are would we bring. Supposed to describe our jello sauce because I haven't been doing that. No, I was just picturing. Mine's an orange marmalade <laughs> with pecans, with, uh, mandarin orange and, slices, and and gummy bears <laughs> in it. It's like going to cherry berry or whatever. You could just make your, you could make a jello salad. At, do you know what cherry berry is? Yeah, is it, that what it's called? Is it like by Peach Wave. Peach Wave. That's another one. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Like the Jello salad, yeah. just take it in there. And... You know, what if we opened a chain of like <laughs> make your own Jello salads? <laughs> like this would be a Baptist hot commodity. <laughs> like so many sixty-five and up Baptists would be all about. That's make your such own... a great idea. Yeah, make your own Jello salad. You could have all sorts of I options. I love that idea because you just, you know the cherry berry. They've got the base of ice cream, right? Uh-huh. And then everything else you have. You have just the Jello base. Oh my word! And then you just mix in whatever you wanted. I it, love this it, idea. It would all be chilled to the right temperature. Yeah. Little bricks of Jello. No in there. cottage cheese. No. Well, well we why probably not? Need just to. make your own. <laughs> Who are you to tell me not to have cottage cheese on my Jello salad? What would you call it? What would you call your huh? store? I don't know. Do you need time to think about yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, I just thought this up. <laughs> I thought thinking up the store was the great thing. <laughs> and now I was going to have to think up, think up, think up a name I so quickly. I love this idea. Oh, man. I think you've just made our fortune. Mm-hmm. Then we can build a bigger house. Then we can, and then we'll be content. And then we'll be happy. Thank God, I promise I'll be content. And I'll never have piles of laundry anywhere. Because if there's one thing you find out, if you get bigger, you also get less. (laughs) You wouldn't fill it up. No, never. Never. We would never do that. Someone would never do that. I would never be behind on the toilets cleaning. Mm -mm. When you had more toilets. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It would all be perfect. Everything would be perfect. Um, okay. If you believe that, you can buy a steak in our Jello <laughs> restaurant. Next next episode, I want a name. That's your challenge. Oh jolly! Okay. okay. Or you guys could send in ideas. Tell us your ideas for the name of our our Jello. What's funny? <laughs> we'll probably have recorded the next episode before they hear this one. Oh. Uh, well, <laughs> so they're gonna be trying. like, "Where's it at?" <laughs> They didn't mention me. Yeah. I had the best idea. I had. Um, I just wanted to talk to you about like your favorite food recipes that we have here at the house. The favorite, my favorite food that you make. Yeah, like what? What do you hear we're having that makes you really excited? Dinner at all. <laughs> <laughs> when I can ask, do we have plans for dinner? And you don't go, really. <laughs> That really? sounds terrible. <laughs> but it's what happens. Sometimes. Sometimes it's a joke, too. Yes. Like today, you looked we at me. We play it up. Yeah. Uh, my favorite food. Oh, my goodness. There's a couple. And it doesn't that... even have to be one we've made recently. Think mm-hmm. back. Dig into the archives of... Well, I yeah. I mentioned one mm-hmm. just tonight, even. Yeah. That was good. I would say... I love Kentucky Hot Browns. Yeah. Do you guys know what Kentucky Hot Browns are? They can't answer you. I'm waiting. You just answer me whenever you're ready. Dial 7. <laughs> Send a text to star 70. <laughs> We're going to take a poll. A live poll. And the answer is no. No, no one knows what you're It's an open-faced turkey sandwich, correct? Mm -hmm. With like a a cheesy sauce Mm -hmm. that you pour over the top and Mm -hmm. then you broil it Mm -hmm. until it's bubbly. Mm -hmm. Bubbly. Mm -hmm. And then you can put tomatoes or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, I made that for him when we lived in Kentucky, Mm -hmm. when we were newlyweds. And you loved those. It's really good. There's a reason they're famous. Um, And when we went through Kentucky recently on a road trip... We went to um, Wallace Station. On Wallace, the, shout out to Wallace Station. On if the you're, Frankfurt If Pike you're or... driving in between Louisville, Frankfurt, Lexington, you're on I-64, you can hop off, take the Frankfurt Pike? Oh, Frankfurt yeah, Scenic. Kentucky Pike. Or... If you type in Wallace, if you're close to Frankfurt, Kentucky, you can type in Wallace Station. And it'll show you. They've gotten better since we were there. Oh, my goodness. It was yeah. such a great surprise. We used to go there when we were... 
newlyweds. Yep. Uh, he would take me. Cause After church. Louisville was like a way bigger city mm-hmm. than I imagined. Yeah, yeah. And I just would just crave country air. So he would take me on this old, beautiful scenic highway. It's the prettiest drive. It's really pretty. On Sunday. By, by all these Kentucky horse farms. Yeah, so yeah. pretty. And we would stop in there, get something to drink, and sit outside. And mm-hmm. it, that's such a good memory. Mm-hmm. So we stopped in there with our kids. And the place is like... Like booming. It's amazing. So good. And they had a Kentucky Hot Brown hamburger. Mm-hmm. That was really good. Really good. So really good. Um, I would say that's one of my favorites. Yeah. What about the asparagus sandwich? The asparagus sandwich is also good. Not that we only eat sandwiches, but but those that one's really yeah, good. Yeah, Paula Deen. That's a Paula Deen recipe. Is that what you're saying is your favorite, or, or are you picking? No, I just thought of it. You really like. You seem to be happy when we have those. Yes, ma'am. I will say whatever you want. It me just to sounds say. funny. It's an asparagus sandwich, but it's, it's really, really good, good, isn't it? Yeah. But the problem with asparagus is, if you get good asparagus, it's great. If you get bad <laughs> asparagus, it's like trying to chew, like Q-tips. It is so or like or like <laughs> like sticks that you found in the yard. I it's didn't just know where you were going with that. So bad. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So I like. Make sure you can, you only get it if you know you've got the good, good asparagus, asparagus, which means not thick stalks. Mm-hmm. Don't get thick stalks. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I like the asparagus sandwich. Uh, I also enjoy creme brulee. Mm-hmm. That's one of my favorite things. Oh, my things. goodness. The problem for you is you're a what? Uh, Fill in the blank dummy? there. Uh, That's leaving a lot of options. A wonderful person. Uh, you're a baker. Oh, yeah. And I'm not a sweets person. Yeah. So, you probably make amazing sweet treats, it <laughs> seems. Yeah. Uh, but, anyway. So, when you do make dinner, though, I really like it. Yeah. We have some good dinners. Our, we'll talk about our Sabbath dinners someday. Oh, yeah. That's a big That's weekly good. meal we love to have. Okay. I just... One thing I like that you make is pancakes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Some Saturday mornings, I wake up. Especially during college football season. Yep. And he has made bacon and pancakes. And he uses my mom's recipe. And they're great. They do a great job. Sometimes it's waffles. Yeah. Sometimes Sometimes waffles. It's good. Okay. Well, do you have a... Do you have a verse? I do. Do you want me to go first? Sure. You go first. Okay. I have to pull up my... Fancy phone Bible. I don't know what it's doing. Okay. So, I was liking, um, I mean, I'm still in the Sermon on the Mount, I think. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so good. Your Bible um, reading's really taken off in the last <laughs> week. <laughs> I like the next sentence over. Mm-hmm. No, Matthew seven twenty four about building your house on the rock. And, um... Everyone then who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain fell, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat on that house, but it did not fall, because it had been founded on the rock. And everyone who hears these words of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain fell, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat against that house, and it fell, and great was the fall of it. And, um, I just, well, it lines up with what you've been preaching to our church about building on precious stones Mm -hmm. and not wood, hay, and stubble. Mm -hmm. And, um, I just think about, I think sometimes people looking in think that Christians are the people who have good support systems or who have just gotten lucky in life, but it's just that it's just that our house is built on a rock mm-hmm. and that's i mean that's our only hope yeah it's totally christ mhm yep he's the he's the foundation for our contentment yeah i mean if we look happy stuff, all the stuff we talked about yeah like none of that is even possible or doable no. if the lord hadn't changed our hearts yeah uh, so through the spirit because if of the we work have of christ. good marriages if our kids yeah. are well adjusted yeah. it's it's not because 
We've got all we these had good parents ancillary and... items that help get those things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's because Jesus is real. He's real and he yeah. makes your yeah. life and different. Yeah. Yeah. And his work that he did 2,000 years ago mm-hmm. uh, is still, like we talked about in the last podcast, that the holiness of God has been let loose mm-hmm. and it is it's shaping us and getting us back to life as it was supposed to be, so yes. to speak. Yes. Uh, yes. If you, want, if you we can talk about supposed to be, but anyway. And so um, we, I want to, we want to invite you, come build your house on the rock. Yes. Oh golly. If you're listening and you're like, Oh, I was just listening cause you stumbled upon your podcast or I really like you as people or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. None of this is possible. Like if you, if you've heard about this Jesus guy, maybe even your whole life, like, None of this is doable if it weren't for the fact that Jesus of Nazareth is a real man of the perfect sinless life, died on the cross, was buried, rose from the grave, ascended into heaven, like all a seat at the right hand of the Father is coming back, like all of that, and is working still in his people, his kingdom is advancing and our lives are just testaments to his mm-hmm. kingdom. Mm-hmm. It's the the growing of his of that mustard seed. Mm-hmm. That's all it is is if you go, man, why is your life like that? Because Jesus is real. <laughs> like all that he did, all that you read about that he did in the scripture, that's true. Right. And our lives are just a testament to that. The happiness, the joy, all those things mm-hmm. are because it's not just a fairy tale. Right. Uh, it's it's more fantastic than... It's everything <laughs> the fairy tales wish they could be. It's, it's what m- they're modeling after. Yeah, it's after. what they're trying to get in their, <laughs> in their vain, whispering, you know, sort of shadows of the, the great truth that is so true, it almost seems like a fairy tale. Like, it's, <laughs> like it cannot be uh, that amazing because we've so been... You know, mm-hmm. conquered by the lie. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah, good stuff. My verse is Colossians. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I actually talked about this verse uh, today with a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's been a favorite of mine that put off, put on in Colossians chapter 3, uh, especially three twelve through uh, 17. Put on then as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, Kindness, humility, meekness, and patience, bearing with one another, and if one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other. As the Lord has forgiven you, so also you must forgive. And above all these, put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony, and let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in one body, and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God. And whatever you do, in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. So I just went through and like, what are, you know, as I, we talked about this even in the text message, the daily word uh, that we do. As we walk through the Bible together as a church, we try and do this daily word with each other. Uh, we even put it on the church's website. Uh, just that reminder in the word. And this is what Christian. This is what the Christian is supposed to. That word put on mm-hmm. is the, is normally when you read it in scripture. It's the word for clothes. To be clothed, clothed in whatever. So these are the clothes of the believer. This is what they're mm-hmm. supposed to wear. And it's uh, compassionate hearts, kindness. Humility, meekness, patience, bearing with one another, forgiving, loving, peace, mm-hmm. peace of Christ, being thankful, God's word dwelling in you richly, like, and then doing everything in the name of the Lord Jesus. And I think if we, you know, we talked about like a modest dress, like Christian, there is there is a way Christians are supposed to dress, and this is that. Mm-hmm. So you know, you think about like people talk about, well, that's not a way a Christian. Mm-hmm. would dress and there's certainly some validity mm-hmm. to a modesty and stuff like that mm-hmm. but here is really what we should focus on like mm-hmm. imagine if christians knew this list as well as they know like what length a skirt should be yeah you know right or if they knew leggings or no leggings <laughs> you know imagine if this is what they were focusing on and so i encourage the church 
to, you know, make, write this list down and, you know, plaster it to the door of your closet. Mm-hmm. Like when you go in, like, this is what, mm-hmm. this is what you need to be wearing today mm-hmm. before all that stuff you put yeah. on in there. Yeah. Like put this on. And if right. you don't have this on, you shouldn't go out of the house in the same way if you didn't have that on. Right. If you didn't have that on, yeah. you wouldn't leave the house. If you don't, don't have this on. Not just don't leave the house. Don't, don't go into the kitchen. Yeah, don't don't leave the house without without this on. Yeah, either. don't go sit with your family yeah. at the breakfast yes, table. Yes, yes, yes. Stay in your room <laughs> because uh, all of this is available to the believer. Mm-hmm. There's nothing that keeps the believer from putting on all of these things every day. Mm-hmm. That's good. So, Is that before or after morning coffee? <laughs> you know that that's that's debatable. Where maybe while you drink your morning yes, coffee, maybe that is the. You just take a sip and you yeah, put on another thing. That's the imputation <laughs> of grace through coffee. Yes, yeah, so that's mine. That's good. And that's my verse. All right. Was that all of it? Yeah. I just I just pray that that encourages anything we've said tonight will encourage. Yeah other believers or even like you said if if you have never trusted in Jesus Christ as your lord and savior do it <laughs> yeah pray ask god to to give you a, a heart of belief mm-hmm. and the crazy thing is you wouldn't pray that if he wasn't already doing it all right so folks that's all for tonight you have any questions of course send them ask the podcast uh, P-O-D-G-E cast at gmail.com uh, leave a review if you can iTunes Google Podcasts wherever uh, but thanks for listening everybody thanks uh, we'll see you back here next time